too bad. That's what yeah. you get for not being here on time. We have yeah. a strict schedule that we're here to, and we're never. <laughs> yeah, we we never adhere from our strict schedule. Uh, our Fugs episodes that we were meant to record in April. <laughs> <laughs> That we're just getting done now in June. <laughs> Shh, behind the scenes. Hey, going humans! It is me, Fruity, here once again for another episode of Fruity's Ultimate Game Show, Fruity's Fantasy Fun Factory. And with me at this time is the head honcho of the World Wrestling Federation in this fantasy world. At I am Chris Thunder. Chris, how you doing, man? Yeah, really good. Thank you again. No, so. Uh... This is a pretty big month for the WWF. Uh, it is WrestleMania month. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about what you've had going into this month? Yeah, so at the moment, DX are all champions, and they're uh, sort of... We've had a few contenders coming out of the last show. We had the um, uh, a tag tournament and a uh, European uh, championship number one contendership tournament. So we've got champions coming out of that challenge. Uh, Taz won the Royal Rumble, so he's challenging Triple H. And the uh, women's number one contender was decided in the uh, Deadly Games again. Uh, It's very interesting stuff going into WrestleMania. I'm very excited. Um, I will give a little uh, recap of twists and stuff that have been drawn at the moment um i will say there has been some more trades made um potentially we could see some new faces pop up in either promotion in the next couple of episodes uh last month uh wcw got a handpicked free agent WWF got an out-of-retirement card, which means the only person that was retired, Bradshaw, uh, he is now part of the World Wrestling Federation. So normally I like to keep that sort of stuff secret, but it's pretty easy to figure out if you listen to old episodes. Um, And WWF got an extra twist from the previous month, so they have to do a first blood match which kind of works for the storylines going up um wcw released four wrestlers so ricky morton robert gibson amazing red and stephanie mcmahon who never even made her debut um and we picked up four people uh i will say one of which was someone i released the month before so that was Cruel uh, twist of fate. Um, yeah, yeah, and WCW did a Living Dangerously card, which 
was pretty nuts. Uh, it was an ACW sort of tribute show, and we had Chris Jericho win the vacant television title. Uh, Rick Rude lost his smile, and he's going to be off for a few months because of a previous twist. Um, we had the debut of the new tag team, The Bomb Squad, Mike Awesome and Sid Vicious, managed by James Mitchell. Uh, yeah, The Bomb Squad. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Outsiders got beat by the newly formed Filthy Animals of involving Eddie and Ray on pay-per-view, but there's also Chavo and Conan in that stable. Uh, Shane McMahon and the Giant uh, lost to Ken Shamrock and Sandman, which was a weird odd couple tag team for the month. Uh, True... We've set up Lacey Von Erich versus Trish Stratus at the Dallas Sportatorium for this month's pay-per-view, which will be Spring Stampede. Uh, we've got a new hardcore champion in Shane Douglas who unified the ECW and the hardcore title to form the WCW Extreme title. He threw down the hardcore title, uh, did his classic Shane Douglas thing. Uh, Raven debuted and attacked Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Goldberg got kicked out of NWO by Vince McMahon after losing to the debuting Cactus Jack. Uh, Stone Cold defended his title against Sabu. Shawn Michaels lost to the debuting Rob Van Dam. And uh, he came out with the ECW TV title. And it's announced that the ECW TV title will also be going under the Lucky 7 rule. Um, and the Dudley boys in the main event beat the Savage Animals for the WCW tag titles. And uh, and in the post credit scene, it looks like Ravens formed a new flock with Canyon, Maven, and Lash LaRue. And his... Yeah, what an odd... I've got to do something with these guys. Um, and Raven's trying to get Tommy Dreamer to join the flock. And it seems apparent that Tommy Dreamer's wife, Beulah, is now aligned with Raven. So uh, Spring Stampede this month and announced matches so far will be Shane Douglas versus Michael P.S. Hayes in the main event for the Extreme Heavyweight title. Uh, the Dudley Boys versus the Von Erichs for the World Tag Titles, and Trish Stratus versus Lacey Von Erich for the Women's Title. And this is all at the Dallas Sportatorium, so obviously the old world-class people are getting a bit of a shove-ski here. And Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock versus Edge and Christian. And if Edge and Christian win, Vince McMahon gets to add an NWO member of his choice to the title match at Super Brawl. Super Brawl, which uh, The Rock is the current number one contender after winning a gauntlet. And let's not forget my incredible debut of the Iron Sheik. <laughs> to yeah. his new Eye of the Tiger song. <laughs> yeah, incredible uh, Sheiky baby. Yes. So, uh, after losing to Gilbert, you bugger. <laughs> so, who goes first this month? I am going first. You get... To close the show with WrestleMania. Oh, gosh. And, and yeah, I'm 
genuinely excited about what you got in store for Mania. But I am opening up today. I'm going first, and I will kick things off uh, because WCW Nitro is back. So we had a month of uh, World Tour and then Hardcore TV, but now we're back to Nitro, and Nitro, for the first time ever, is on the road. So uh, week one will be live from Long Island, New York. I'm not doing arena names. I'm just going to do town names that I am positive have an arena in it. So um, just because arena names change so often. Um, Where are you, Long Island? Yeah. So that'd be like the Nassau Coliseum, I believe, I think. Yeah, I was going to say Izod, but I think that one's new. was New Jersey. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. All right. So we open things up cold with a press conference featuring Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon. Uh, the media are asking, hey, you guys are back on the road. Uh, first time ever Nitro is going on the road. Is this because of the brewing war between WCW and the WWF? And they're just... Uh, Vince McMahon's like, yep, yeah, we want to beat our competition. And the media are like, so what's it going to take to beat your competition? Paul Heyman says, I think we're just going to grab the ball by the horns, all that sort of good stuff. And Vince McMahon says, I've got one word. Uh, sorry, I've got two words that will beat our competition. Ruthless aggression. And then we get into the intro for Nitro. We got a brand new intro for WCW Nitro. All your favorite wrestlers doing their signature moves whilst pyro and stuff going off in the background. But this isn't. This isn't the Nitro scene you know and love. This is a little different. Yes, that's right. This is the ruthless aggression era of WCW. Yep, I had to Google search a mashup for that one. I'm <laughs> using the old Raw intro. I thought uh, you did it yourself, man. No, I'm not that talented. Um, I did try a couple of things for the future, but that's for future episodes. Uh, okay, <laughs> go ahead. It sounds good. Yeah, so, yep. It is a ruthless aggression era of Nitro. And let's not forget, the second hour of Nitro every week is the WCW Thunder Hour. We opened the show with a returning Jim Ross and Bobby Heenan on commentary. They announced that the main event tonight will be The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Ravens Flock, Canyon, Maven, and Lash LaRue in a Ravens Rules match. Uh, if you remember from WCW days, Raven had his own contract and he could have whatever rules he wanted uh, for all of his matches, and it is no different in Freddy's Ultimate Game Show Land. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to the uh, 
TNA Clockwork Orange match. <laughs> uh, I, I do have that ri- written down as a list of possible ideas for the future, but who knows? Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry for uh, interrupting. Uh, go ahead. I barely understand what that match is still. Um, Lex Luger comes out and quickly squashes a local with the torture rack. He grabs a microphone and challenges uh, challenges the Undertaker to a match for what he did to his best friend Sting last month by tombstoning Sting off the second rope through a couple of chairs. And for having his minions cost him a shot at the world title in his debut match on Nitro, on Hardcore TV, technically, in that gauntlet match, he waits for a response but gets nothing and he gets frustrated and leaves. Uh, Rob Van Dam successfully defends his ECW TV title against uh, local uh, talent, and he now has one win on his road to seven. Road to the Lucky Seven. Uh, World television title, Chris Jericho successfully defends against Billy Kidman. Uh, Jericho now has one defense under his belt. Lacey Von Erich beats a local with the Iron Claw. After the match, Trish applauds Lacey's win. The Von Erichs are seen backstage applauding Lacey's win. They say they are proud of Lacey, and at Spring Stampede, all of the Von Erichs will walk out of the building with titles. They believe that their training with Michael Hayes has given them the aggressive edge to finally win the tag titles. Hayes walks in and says, not just all of the Von Erichs, but the Freebird himself will walk out with the hardcore title. Vince McMahon welcomes us to the debut of the Thunder Hour, a more hard-hitting, violent version of Nitro, which will progress as the weeks go on. Trust me, this has a payoff. We kick things off with the bomb squad quickly destroying some locals and putting them both through tables with power bombs. The Steiner brothers come out. They debuted at the pay-per-view and they say they are holding the fat-ass open challenge at Spring Stampede. So if any of the fat-asses want some, come get some. They get sneak attacked by the Wild Samoans and Rikishi, who accept, and it will be a three-on-two handicap match at Spring Stampede. Uh, Vince McMahon says that it's nut-cutting time in then W.O. It's time for us to take over once again, and that's why I cut the dead weight last night when I fired Goldberg. Cactus Jack, what you did was impressive, but next week, it will be our turn for revenge when you go up against the Savage Animals in an Extreme Rules handicap match. Oh, and speaking of next week, we will be in San Antonio, Texas, on our road to Dallas, and we want to let our fearless leader, Shawn Michaels, know how much we love him, no matter if he wins or loses. So it will be a very special Shawn Michaels Appreciation Night, an entire night dedicated to Shawn Michaels next week. Uh, It's main event time, The Rock and Austin versus Raven's Flock. Raven's in the front row with Beulah, and Raven has Tommy Dreamer's daughter sitting on his lap. 
Rock and Austin have control early, but the numbers have become too much for them when they when the flock bring in some weapons. Rock and Austin have been getting annihilated by trash cans and kendo sticks. Rock and Austin are both bloody messes. Tommy Dreamer comes down to the to ringside and pleads with Raven. Do whatever you want with Bueller. But I'm begging you, leave my daughter out of this. Please give her to me. Raven says, if you want her back, you know what to do. And Raven hands Tommy a kendo stick and points to the ring. Tommy looks conflicted and reluctantly grabs the kendo stick. He runs in and just as Rock and Austin start making a comeback, Dreamer lays out both men with the kendo stick. Canyon sets up a table. Dreamer puts Austin on his shoulders. Dreamer Valley Driver through the table to Austin. Lash LaRue crawls over. And Lash LaRue pins the world heavyweight champion in a three-on-two handicap match. Dreamer walks back to Raven. And Raven goes to hand Dreamer's daughter back to Tommy. But Canyon and Maven beat down Dreamer. Dreamer got played for a fool. Canyon pulls up the floor mats and hits a flatliner on Dreamer on the concrete. Dreamer's daughter walks over to her dad and he looks up as she does Raven's signature pose in front of him as he cries. Edge and Christian walk down and hand, hand a contract to Raven. Edge says, here's your WCW contract with all of your perks. You get whatever match you want. All of your rules doesn't matter. Thanks for doing our dirty work, but don't you ever put your hands on me again. If you recall at the pay-per-view, Edge was a victim of an even flow DDT by Raven. We quickly cut backstage as we see a bloody Scott Hall and a bloody Kevin Nash get loaded into an ambulance. We overhear the doctor say that Hall has a possible broken neck and Nash has torn his quad and he's also got a possible sh- <laughs> <laughs> you bastard <laughs> and he's also got a possible shattered orbital bone and that ends a monstrous episode of Nitro and the chaotic debut of the Thunder Hour who laid out the outsiders I don't know <laughs> yeah, very good very good so uh Does that mean it is time for Raw? It is time for Raw. Okay. Excited. So, Raw, week one, ECW Arena, with fans. Yay! (laughs) You bastard. If you you didn't know, I had no fans all last month. It was either have no fans in the build-up before WrestleMania or have no fans at WrestleMania. Yeah, I like to think it was like a 90s version of the Thunderdome, so it's just a whole heap of analogue TVs with VHS tapes of fans cheering. Well, <laughs> during the commercial break, the guy has to go and put a new tape in each recorder. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> uh, starts off with DX in the ring celebrating their championship wins at uh, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre last month. Voting after uh, writing about how after tonight they will never have to return to this rat-infested, urine-soaked hellhole. (laughs) 
but they interrupted by Taz. He stands up to them saying that he's caught in a favour for some bleed up, saying that he bleeds ECW and will challenge Triple H, Road Dog, Billy Gunn and X-Pac to a four-on-four WrestleMania preview tonight. Uh, opening contest is the Briscoe Brothers versus Rotten Balls. Try say might, the Briscoes are no match for Rotten Balls, who hit a Rotten SST and a Balls to the Wall for the win. Beautiful. Next Briscoe is, Rotten Balls, my new favourite tag team. Next is that ECW original, Kelly Kelly. <laughs> I had to give her a match in the ECW arena, damn it. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Who defeats a local talent with the K2 leg drop. Following that is the debut of the tag team, Elix Skipper and Kid Romeo versus the Sheep Herders with Pat O'Connor in their corner. Former Bushwhackers seem to have a newfound drive with Pat now managing them going back to their old Sheep Herder ways. They're being a lot more violent. Uh, as they are working over Kid Romeo, Butch hits the battering ram for the victory on Romeo, and post-match there seems to be some tension between Kid Romeo and Elix Skipper. Oh, that's fantastic. Main event time. D-Generation X, Triple H, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X-Puck versus Taz and the Max Am connection team of Hoover 2 Guerrero, Psychosis, and super crazy because Hooventu and Psychosis won the uh, tag team event last month. So they are challenging Road Dog and Billy Gunn at Mania for the tag titles. And Super Crazy's here teaming with them tonight. Excellent. Uh, so uh, goes a long way. Sort of Luchador's being the fast paced man, uh, being able to outmaneuver Triple H. Uh, Taz sort of going after Triple H a lot more but Triple H sort of dodging Taz tagging back out immediately uh, it ends with Triple H and Taz brawling up the aisleway on the outside as the outlaws Hoovy and Psychosis uh, begin to brawl ringside out into the fans and Super Crazy hits a crazy bomb on X-Pac for the win and post-match Super Crazy uh, seems to gesture the title belt around the waist motion uh, that he wants to challenge Triple H, uh, challenge sorry X Pac at the pay per view. Excellent, and that ends uh, week one there. Fantastic stuff! Really hyped up for Mania. All right, it is week two. It is Shawn Michaels Appreciation Night live from San Antonio, Texas, for Nitro. We open up with the NWO arriving. It's Vince, Shane, the Giant, Randy Savage, Batista, Sherry Martel, Edge, Christian, Beth Phoenix, and Shawn Michaels. Yes, this group has gotten big. Uh, they come out of an extravagant stretch limo. Shawn says to Vince, I appreciate that you've organized this night for me and all, but I'm just worried about my boys, the outsiders. A broken neck, a torn quad, a broken orbital bone. They won't be able to come back for months. Did you organize the private detectives like I, like I asked? Vince replies with yes, and he will let us know later. But please take your mind off of it and just enjoy the night. Sean nods. 
We opened the show with Cactus Jack in an Extreme Rules handicap match against the Savage Animals. Cactus surprisingly has the upper hand, but eventually the weapons come out and the Savage Animals start to beat down Cactus. Savage Animals hit a huge macho bomb on Cactus through the table. And they get the win. After the match, the Savage Animals bring out some barbed wire boards. I love what Cactus did to Goldberg at the pay-per-view. But before they can do anything, out comes New Jack. New Jack runs off the Savage Animals with some weapons and they retreat. Vince comes out and books the Savage Animals versus Cactus Jack and New Jack at Spring Stampede in a wrestling match. No weapons, no bullcrap. Good luck, you two backyarders. Uh, we see Sean re-watching some security footage of Hall and Nash's attack. He says to Edge and Christian that something seems familiar about the movements of these masked attackers. Batista and the Giant walk in the room and Sean stares at them. Savage walks in and says, Brother, don't worry about it. I bought the finest champagne money can buy. Let's light it up, brother. Batista and the Giant toast with Sean, but Sean can't take his eyes off of them. Chris Jericho defends his TV title against another local. He moves on to two defences. Immediately afterwards, Rob Van Dam defends his TV title against another local. Two defences. Trish Stratus has a hard-fought win against the debuting Katie Lee Birchall, uh, formerly known as Winter, but I don't want her to have that gimmick. <laughs> After the match, Katie goes to attack Trish, but Lacey Von Erich runs in and saves Trish and puts the claw on Katie Lee Birchall. It is thunder hour time. Uh, Sean and the NWO are backstage drinking and they get word that the investigator will be here at the end of the show. Vince says, well, we have a huge in-ring celebration planned for Sean, so how about we do our celebration and get you in good mood, Sean, so that you won't be too mad when you find out who did it. Sean agrees, but looks weirdly at Vince. Raven comes out and says his new WCW contract means he gets to choose the matches and stipulations for him and his flock members. So next week, I think it's fair that the true number one contender gets his shot at the world title. He beat the champ last week. So it will be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Lash LaRue for the world title and Raven chooses a steel cage match. Tommy Dreamer interrupts and says, you've brainwashed my wife and now both of my daughters call me and refer to you as Daddy Raven. I need this to stop. I want you one-on-one. -on -one. And if I win, you disappear for good. But if you win, I join you. Raven says, that sounds good and all, but you have to earn your way to me. So if you can beat my flock in singles matches over the next three weeks, you can have me at Super Brawl. If you lose any of those matches, you join my flock. Shane McMahon announces the next week,
will be the debut of his new radical idea. He has a new concept for wrestling. Unsanctioned MMA styles, style fights under the arena. This is a side project I've been working on since I got here, and it is not affiliated with NWO. Ken Shamrock, I hope you'll be watching because next week I will debut my new concept, WCW Thunderground. Well done, sir. <laughs> because next week we will have our first Thunderground fight, and it will be Meng versus four men. So keep an eye on that, Shamrock. The Rock and Stone Cold are arguing about their match at Spring Stampede, but they get jumped by Edge, Christian, and the Giant. Rock and Austin are bloody messes, and they're taken out of the arena. Seems like the NWO is trying to clear out some of their foes out of the arena before this celebration tonight. Paul Heyman announces that at Spring Stampede, both the ECW and WCW TV titles will be defended in separate matches, as it appears we have a heated race with RVD and Chris Jericho to see who will get the lucky seven first. Also, we will give four tag teams that have never had a tag title match the opportunity of a lifetime in a fatal four-way match. And the winner of that match will be the number one contenders at Super Bowl. The contestants will be the Headbangers, the Godwins, the Hollies, and the Hardy Boys. Lex Luger quickly wins a lo uh, against a local with a torture rack and challenges the Undertaker. Undertaker shows up on the big screen and says, you want me in the ring? You're going to have to be one of my disciples. So it will be my guardians, Farouk, Bossman, and the Executioner versus Sting's lowly minions, Luger. Muda and Vampiro. If your team wins, Luger, you have me one on one at Super Brawl. And you can even choose who my brother Kane faces at Super Brawl as well. It is time for the main event segment Shawn Michaels Appreciation Night. Uh, Sherry Martell comes out with a microphone, and she's going to sing Sean to the ring. The entire NWO was waiting for Sean in the ring. Sean comes out but has a serious look on his face. Vince and the NWO shower Sean in confetti, black and white balloons, and then give Sean multiple gifts. Edge and Christian give Shawn Michaels a new pair of chaps that they think reeks of awesomeness. Batista and Savage give Sean VIP tickets to any movie premiere of Sean's choice. Beth gives Sean a book of all of her friends' phone numbers. Sherry gives Sean a platinum record of his own theme song. And Shane gives Sean an official document that declares that tomorrow will be Sean Michaels' day in San Antonio, Texas. At this point, 
With each gift, Sean's frown slowly turns upside down, and by Shane's gift, Sean is in a fantastic move, uh, mood. A private investigator comes out and says that he has the full revealing footage. Uh, Vince says, wait until we finish giving Sean's gifts. The giant says that he is giving Sean the gift of a match he never thought would happen. Oh, hang on. He's giving Sean the gift of a match that he never thought would happen. A referee comes out, then W.O. leave the ring, and music hits. What? What's going on? Oh, my God. It can't be. From Greenwich, Connecticut, Little H. It's a little person dressed as Triple H with a toy WWF title. The bell rings. Sean hits the super kick. One, two, three. Sean and then WO celebrate. The Giant and Batista hoist Sean up on their shoulders whilst Sean celebrates with the toy WWF title. Savage even spray paints NWO on the toy title. <laughs> Whilst Sean is still up on the shoulders, Vince says, Sean, for your final gift, I'll give you the gift of knowledge. The private investigator signals towards the big screen and Sean watches a new angle of the attack on Hall and Nash. This angle, we can see the masked men take off their mask and reveal themselves to be the giant and Batista. Giant Batista walk over to Vince. <laughs> giant and Batista walk over to Vince, Shane, Savage, Sherry, Beth, Edge, and Christian, and and they all laugh and walk away. Cut back to the arena, and Sean looks shocked. Vince gives a thumbs down signal to the giant and Batista. And they hit a double electric chair drop on Sean, who was on their shoulders this entire time. Edge and Christian hit a double concerto on Sean. <sighs> Just lost my spot. Savage puts their chair around Sean's neck, climbs up, and Vince is telling him, do it, do it. And Savage is like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I really don't want to do this. And Vince is like, just do it, damn it. And Savage jumps off the top rope and delivers an elbow to the chair around Sean's neck. Uh, Batista hits a huge Batista bomb to Sean on the apron. He rolls Sean back in the ring and sets up. A table up outside. The giant chokeslams Sean out of the ring through the table outside. Then W.O. placed Sean on the announce table. And Sean hits a huge... Uh, Shane hits a huge elbow from the ring through the announce table on Sean. They roll Sean, who is now coughing blood in the ring, and hold Sean up. And Vince rips the N.W.O. shirt off Sean. And Vince says... I hope you enjoy Shawn Michaels' day from your hospital bed, you miserable son of a bitch. 
You and your buddies, the three guys that constantly fail me. As far as the NWO was concerned, you're fired. The NWO no longer sits back and takes losses with no repercussions. You either win for life or you have no life. This is a new era in the NWO, and this is only the beginning. Our new era, era, our ruthless aggression era. Shawn Michaels and the Outsiders have been kicked out of the NWO, and who knows when we will ever see them again. That ends another insane week of Nitro. Wow, really good, man. Um, the The thing that popped me there was how Sean was looking at security footage and you said from another angle, it's the giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Without uh, saying too much, oh, I suppose what Taker or Kane might be near that height. Let's just say the first security footage that Sean saw was from an upwards angle that you couldn't really tell the height. Okay, then. <laughs> but, yeah, half the, half the joke is that it's, like, two guys with really distinct bodies. Yeah. And that's, and that's why Sean was, like, watching the footage backstage and was, like, constantly eyeing off the Giant and Batista. Ah, very good. Yeah. I, I like that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I sort of... Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. If you had a question, I'm happy to answer. And yeah, um, half the joke is that, yeah, obviously it's the giant. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, should I get to week week two then? Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 is it giant sneaking around car park? Ooh, ooh, watch out for ooh, that camera. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, just tiptoeing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Week two, Raw. Coming to you from Pittsburgh. Show opens with the ECW representative Joe Styles in the ring. He calls out Antonio Noki for no showing the show last week and states that due to him uh, not defending the championship, because Joey Styles stated as long as you're champion in Philadelphia, you have to defend it every night. <laughs> He will now be put into a championship scramble match at WrestleMania. And since Anokiism likes to get involved, it's a hardcore match with seconds welcomed at ringside. Beautiful. Uh, We then go into the uh, opening match of the night. It is Head Cheese versus Skipper and Romeo. It's a fast-paced match with Romeo... uh, Working, uh, sorry, with Skipper working over Al Snow, tags in Romeo, who then uh, gets caught out by Snow and Blackman doing a double team move. Uh, then is isolated away from Skipper for a long time, being hit with a slice of cheese for the win. Post match, Skipper and Romeo exchange heated words and seem to not be on the same page going forward. Interesting. Uh, Backstage, Joel Gertner is joined by this time. Uh, is joined at this time with Paige. Paige, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> never. 
Um, she mentions that it was her family that brought her into wrestling, and at WrestleMania, she will end Brie Bella's nine-month title reign. Uh, next is Alicia Fox issuing an open challenge, answered by Jessica Havoc. Fox keeps trying for the Northern Lights suplex, but is eventually caught out by Jessica, having it having enough fun, turns serious, and hits the Havoc killer for the win. Uh, main event match of the evening is the American Males, totally buff Muff, Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Scotty Riggs with Val Venus taking on Chronic, the tag team. <laughs> uh, the match is all Chronic until a distraction, uh, a distraction by Val Venus to the ref leads to Riggs hitting the Ameriflex and Buff uh, Buff hitting the blockbuster leading to the American Males victory. Beautiful. Uh, main event segment before we go off the air is Mike Tyson in the ring gloating about how he is being the champ, uh, saying like he's going to float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, uh, all those sort of great boxing quotes in there. He's then confronted by Bret Hart. Brett claims that he spoke backstage to the WWF representative Vern Gonya and that he is being granted a championship rematch as he never got one when he first lost the Intercontinental Championship and will challenge Mike Tyson at WrestleMania. And there is a stare down uh, between the two men face to face in the ring as we go off the air. And that concludes Brett, week two. Bret Hart versus Mike Tyson. <laughs> Who would have thought? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> this like with Mike Tyson alone, like being an active in ring guy now. There's so many just crazy matches you can do just by having him in a match against anyone on your roster. Yeah, there's there's one match in particular that I'm slowly setting up for. Yeah, I, I have a couple in mind that I'm keen on too. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, great week of Raw. It Thank you. It is time for week three of Nitro, live from El Paso, Texas. Uh, yeah, we're in Texas now, just before Dallas. Uh, Nitro kicks off with Vince McMahon saying that he loved Sean. He loved the Outsiders. He loved Goldberg. But if you look... If you lose, you become dead weight, and then W.O. no longer tolerates losses. Edge, Christian, Savage Animals, keep that in mind at Spring Stampede. The new Freebirds of Hayes and the Von Erics have a hard-fought win over Rikishi and the Wild Samoans after the Steiner brothers distract the Samoans. Michael Hayes and the Von Erics get jumped on the ramp by Shane Douglas, the Dudley boys, and Spike Dudley's directing traffic. The Steiners laugh at the Samoans, reminding us that the Samoans are indeed fat. Uh, Chris Jericho successfully defends his WCW TV title with some underhanded tactics against Chavo Guerrero Jr. Jericho moves to three defences. 
Eddie Guerrero squashes a local in front of his hometown crowd to a thunderous ovation. RVD successfully defends his ECW TV title in a hard-fought match against Conan. Tommy Dreamer beats Maven quickly on his road to a match against Raven at Super Brawl. After the match, Maven apologized to Raven. Oh, my God. Their names are way too similar. This is confusing. Um, And offers his back to Raven. And Raven repeatedly hits Maven with a kendo stick whilst Beulah and Tommy's kids laugh and applaud. Raven gives the mic to one of Tommy's kids who says, quote the Raven, nevermore. Uh, Thunder Hour time. Vampiro and the Great Muda have a tag match against the Bomb Squad. The Ministry of Darkness show up. Bearer distracts the referee. Bossman Farouk and the Executioner beat down Vampiro and Muda. Lex Luger is shown backstage getting double teamed by Kane and Papa Shango whilst Undertaker watches. Awesome power bombs Vampiro to the outside through a table. And Sid Vicious hits a powerbomb on Muda for the win. Uh, Cactus Jack and New Jack are seen talking backstage. New Jack says, I don't care if you're a dude, Mankind, or Cactus Jack. I came to WCW with one thing in mind. To go the extreme with Mick Foley. That's why I saved you last week. I don't want you on the injured list because I want you in a death match on pay-per-view. And after we win at Spring Stampede, I want your word. You versus me, Super Brawl, deathmatch. Cactus nods and says, bang, bang. It's Thunderground time. Shane is in a dark room and there is a ring with no ropes. And Meng is in the middle of the ring, surrounded by four men. Meng quickly disposes of the four men. Shane says that Meng is not an NWO member, but he is Shane's close personal friend and bodyguard. He challenges anyone to enter the Thunderground next week and try to duplicate what his friend just did. Main event time. The world title is on the line in the most unlikely of matches. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Lash LaRue, who pinned Austin two weeks ago on the Thunder Hour. Don't forget, this is a steel cage match. This isn't an escape-style cage match. This is pinfalls and submissions only. Austin has LaRue a bloody mess very early on, but Maven and Canyon come out and climb the cage. The three men beat on Austin, who is now also bloody. Maven and Lash hit all of their finishes, followed by a flatliner by Canyon. On a steel chair, Lash pins Austin. One, two, kick out. How did Austin kick out? The Rock comes down. He climbs the cage. He gets in, beats down Canyon and Maven, but the numbers catch up. All of a sudden, Tommy Dreamer comes out with bolt cutters, opens the door. The flock gets beaten down uh, by Dreamer and Rock. Austin recovers. Stunner on Lash. One, two, three. Uh, Steve Austin retains the title over Lash LaRue with a lot of hijinks involved. But Edge and Christian run in with steel chairs and they beat down Dreamer, uh, Rock and Austin. Raven comes in and handcuffs Tommy to the cage and makes out with Beulah in front of Tommy. Edge and Christian beat down Austin and Rock 
Morb with chairs to end Nitro. Yeah, I, I like what you're doing there. It's sort of what should have happened with Shane in real life. Um, but like everything, it seems in WWE, it's like, oh, shiny new toy. Let's do this for a month and then slowly go, I'm bored with that now. What else can we do? Yeah. Like, I never hated the concept of Raw Underground. I just think the execution was horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, the concept of doing that and putting someone like Shayna, the uh, other four horse women, uh, who else did they have? I think they had Black in there for a while. They might have put Murphy in there for a week. Yeah. They put Joe in there. Yeah, exactly. And if you actually have a deep look at my roster, I have a lot of like legitimate tough guy shooter styles that from like different sports backgrounds and stuff like that that I plan on utilizing in this underground, thunderground environment. Yes, legally distinct. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, anyway, shall I get to Raw? Yes, let's do it. Week three from Nashville. Starting off with the women's tag team action already in the ring. The Mexam connection team of Rosita and Sareta versus Kelly Kelly and Alicia Fox. Fox and Kelly still don't like one another, stemming off their feud coming over the... Uh, I'm just trying to think, North American winter period. <laughs> yes. The December to February sort of time frame. Um, with Sarita hitting a tiger bomb on Alicia for the win. Following that, there's a quick ad break before WWF representative Vern Gagne confirms the upcoming matches for WrestleMania. Uh, so we have WWF World Heavyweight Championship, Triple H, the champion versus Taz, the Royal Rumble winner. Uh, World Women's Championship, Brie Bella, the champion versus Paige, the Deadly Games winner. World Tag Team Championship, the New Age Outlaws, the champions versus Mexam Connection of uh, Psychosis and Hooventude. Uh, Intercontinental Championship, uh, Mike Tyson, the champion versus Bret Hart. European Championship, China versus Fit Finley, who won the Wrestling Classic last month. Um, and Light Heavyweight Championship, X-Pac versus Super Crazy, plus the Hardcore Championship Scramble match of Antonio Noki versus four opponents to do, to be determined uh, as surprise opponents uh, that are named as surprise opponents. Sorry, bad English. <laughs> plus a number of... Plus four number one contendership matches. Uh, then... Skipper and Romeo versus Briscoes with Skipper hitting the play of the day for the win. The team sort of seems being working back together, maybe. A little less tension. Ooh. Uh, following that, Awesome Kong versus Bull Nakano ends in DQ when Hamada runs in and attacks Kong. Ooh. Okay. Hamada <laughs> has seemed to turn her back on Awesome Kong and has now joined Enochiism. Beautiful. Uh, and in the main event, it is William Regal versus Bruno San Martino. It's a classic back and forth, but Regal uses the Regal stretch for the win. And that ends uh, week three there. 
That is a great week of Raw there. Um, yeah, so we're getting ready for week four for WCW Nitro from Austin, Texas. Uh, we opened the show with Lash LaRue versus Tommy Dreamer. Tommy quickly beats Lash, who's still reeling from his cage match last week. And Lash gets the kendo stick treatment from Raven like Maven did last week. Raven announces that it'll be uh, Tommy Dreamer versus Canyon at Spring Stampede. If Tommy wins, he'll get Raven at Super Brawl. If Tommy loses, Tommy joins the flock. Uh, we have a huge eight-man tag team main event tonight. The NWO's Edge, Christian, and the Savage Animals with the Giant in their corner take on Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Cactus Jack, and New Jack. Shane Douglas says that he heard word that Michael Hayes politicked with people at the Sportatorium to make sure that the Freebirds, that the Freebirds main event, the Sportatorium, won last time. So he talked with the Dudleys and they agreed that it's now the franchise's time to main event a pay-per-view and show the world what this extreme title means to me. Lacey Von Erich beats Katie Lee Birchall with the Iron Claw. Trish, uh, Trish saves Lacey from a post-match beatdown from Katie Lee, but Trish then hits a satisfaction on Lacey and signals that she outsmarted Lacey. Paul Heyman announces that we will have another number one contender fatal four-way at Spring Stampede, this time featuring four women. Women gets uh, Winner gets a title shot at Super Brawl. It will be Victoria versus Luna Vachon versus Jazz versus Molina. Uh, RVD successfully defends his ECW TV title against Tajiri. Uh, Chris Jericho, def- oh, that person's not on my roster anymore. Um, Chris Jericho defends his WCW TV title against our uh, bugger at local talent. Uh, so both RVD and Chris Jericho are now on three defenses each. Um, it's announced that on pay per view, it will be ECW TV champion RVD defending his title against Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn and WCW. Jerry Lynn. Cha- <laughs> there we go. Uh, and WCW TV champion Chris Jericho defending against Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, Thunder Hour time. We see in the Thunderground Meng sitting on a giant chair, awaiting someone to try and match his efforts from last week, like Shao Kahn. Uh, four locals are in the ring waiting someone to step up. But never mind that shit. Here comes Mongo. Steve McMichael makes his WCW debut and quickly beats up all four men. Meng gets angry and Shane sends in five guys. Meng beats all five guys and Mongo smirks and walks away. Mongo. In WCW. Uh, How much does this guy weigh? <laughs> I think that's art bar, but uh, art something. Yeah, but wasn't uh, Bongo in the Fed at that time? Uh, I think that, that was roughly around the time he was the corner man for Lawrence Taylor, yeah. 
Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, anyhow, continue. Yep. Uh, main event time: Austin Rock, Cactus Jack, and New Jack versus Edge, Christian, and the Savage Animals. This match ends in a no contest after the Giant interferes and choke slams the referee. Then WO beat down all four men with Batista and the Giant hoisting up Edge on their shoulders, who's doing crotch chops to end Nitro, almost taunting someone who might be watching from a hospital bed. Uh, so that is the end of week four. And to the WWF. Yeah, not not really a lot here in the uh the go home. I did put a bit more into WrestleMania. Uh opening off. Off hot with action already underway in the ring as Anokiism, Anoki Liger, and Takamishinoku taking on American Males, Scotty Riggs, Bagwell, and Venus. Uh, the match ends in DQ after a number of Singapore cane shots before each man does their finisher on Val Venus. So Anoki obviously pissed learning the news that he has to defend in a championship uh, scramble match. Beautiful. Sit down interview with. Brie Bella and WWF President Jim Barnett. Brie claims that she is the role model for the women of today, saying that she's the longest reigning champion in the WWF today and deserves more respect. And even though Paige's family is in wrestling, they will be forced to respect her at WrestleMania. Excellent. Uh, then go to a quick uh, light heavyweight showcase match of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Justin Credible. It's a classic uh, sort of high flying style matchup where Justin gets a win after hitting That's Incredible. <laughs> Such a good finisher name. Oh, man. How did he ever get over with such a dumb name? Justin Incredible. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so. Ugh. It's so indie. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let's see who else I have on my thing. I'm sure I have. Well, I'd say he got more over than someone like, uh, well, I suppose you could argue Gilberg. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's my point. He actually got really over in ECW, but like someone with that name. Oh, man. Yeah, um, overcame a lot to get over. Anyway, continue. It was a style at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Back in those days, bees had, was it? Quarters had pictures of bees on them. <laughs> Back okay. in those days, S's didn't exist and only Z's existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything in the 90s. Yeah. Where it's like extreme value meal. Save $2. Wow! Yeah, the word "extreme" didn't have it. Didn't have an "e" at the start of it. Oh yeah, or that. <laughs> um, where the hell was I? Ah, oh. uh, after commercial break, uh, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes issues an open challenge to anyone, which is answered by the undefeated Dwayne Gill. Ooh. Dusty is no match for the faster Dwayne Gill who hits the DDT and Gill is now free and O. What the hell? <laughs> Just you wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, go home segment is Triple H and Taz contract signing, but it gets out of hand with DX 
all running in the ring, sort of starting to push around Taz. But then moving to Psychosis, Super Crazy, and Finley and Brett all run down. Everyone, everyone is down with Taz standing tall after the Shamozzle, and he holds aloft the belt whilst he has the FTW Championship around his waist as we go off the air. And the last shot we see is Triple H bleeding. Beautiful. So that uh, that concludes our build to WrestleMania. That's awesome. Very excited to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. What what does uh, WCW offer us? Yes, it is time for WCW Spring Stampede. The world class tradition is this month's tagline. A bit of a wink and nod to WCCW. I am. The theme song tonight is Cowboy by Kid Rock. That's a really horrible song, but Jeff Jarrett's WCW theme song was a rip-off of this, so I like it. All right, we get straight into the action. It is a fatal four-way tag team match for the number one contendership at Super Brawl. The Hollies, the Godwins, the Headbangers, the Hardys. Um, yeah, a lot of... Oh, no, the Headbangers aren't kayfabe-related, but three teams of kayfabe-related and one legit. Um, so who'd you say? The, the Hollies. Headbangers? The Headbangers, the Hollies, the Godwins, and the Hardys. So two kayfabe and one. Yeah, the Hollies are kayfabe related. The Godwins? Yeah, they're kayfabe. I I don't know if they're cousins or brothers in kayfabe. They're probably cousin brothers. They were cousins. They they might be cousin brothers because of the gimmick. (laughs) Yeah, 90s. Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Hardys. Kayfabe. Yes, yes, they're Kayfabe brothers and Shoot brothers. <laughs> uh, continue on. Fun little fact, I guess. Yeah. Um, 15 minute fast paced match. Uh, finish comes when uh, Crash, Godwins, and Headbangers are all brawling outside, and the Hardy Boys do a massive Tope Suicida over the ropes, uh, onto all five men to take them all out. Hardcore rolls Matt in the ring and goes to hit him. Alabama slam, but Matt reverses it into a sunset flip and gets the win. The Hardy Boys will get a tag title shot at Super Brawl. Uh, next match is Tommy Dreamer versus Canyon. Ten-minute match. Canyon goes for the flatliner. Tommy blocks it, hits his own version of the even flow DDT and gets the win. Raven Kane's Canyon with the kendo stick. And next month at Super Brawl, it's going to be Raven versus Tommy Dreamer. If Raven loses, he has to disappear for good. But if Tommy loses, Tommy joins the flock. Next up is another number one contender fatal four-way match. This time it's for the women. Melina versus Jazz versus Luna Vachon. Finish because... uh, did I say Victoria as well? Victoria as well. Yeah. Uh, finish comes when Victoria hits the Widow's Peak on Molina. Jazz hits a bitch clamp of Victoria, but Luna throws Jazz out of the ring and pins Victoria, and Luna is going to Super Brawl. 
Next up is the WCW television title match. DDP versus Chris Jericho. 18-minute match, 30-minute uh, time limit for TV title matches on pay-per-view. 18-minute um, match. Finish comes when Jericho jumps off the top rope and DDP catches it into a diamond cutter out of nowhere. But a video shows up on the big screen and we see a video of DDP's wife in bed sleeping. We see a gloved hand open up the window to her bedroom. The person climbs in and all we see is a silhouette of a man. He climbs over the top of DDP's wife without touching her. Sort of like in a like upwards push-up position. Without touching her, and he waves at the camera. DDP is shocked. He turns around into a roll-up, and Jericho retains. Jericho moves to five on his Lucky Seven quest. DDP grabs the mic, and he says he's sick of the games. Whoever is stalking him and his wife, come to Super Brawl, show yourself, and let's fight. Next up is the ECW television title match, RVD versus Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Another textbook classic from these two extreme rivals. 25-minute match. RVD eventually gets the win with the five-star frog splash and the two men shake hands afterwards. Heyman announces that tomorrow night on Nitro, Jericho will defend his WCW TV title against Rey Mysterio Jr. And Rob Van Dam will defend against Shane Douglas, who will have a chance to be a double champion. If both men make it to six defenses tomorrow night, they will face off at Super Brawl in a unification match, and the winner will be the undisputed TV champion and hit the lucky seven. Uh, the Steiner brothers versus Rikishi and the Wild Samoans in a handicap match. Somehow the Steiner brothers dominate this entire match. Finish comes when Rick takes out both Uffa and Seeker and Scott puts the Steiner recliner on Rikishi for the win. Uh, WCW tag team title matches is next. It's the Dudley boys with Spike against the Von Eriks who get a crazy hometown reaction from this Dallas crowd at the Sportatorium. 20-minute classic. At one point, Kevin drops Devon to the outside and Kerry hits the tornado punch on Bubba. One, two, but Spike pulls the referee out of the ring. The crowd is pissed. Devon hits Kevin with a chair outside of the ring and Kevin's bleeding and out cold. Kerry goes for the Iron Claw, but Devon low blows Kerry, and the Dudleys hit a 3D on Kerry, and the Dudleys retain. All thanks to the help from that. That little bugger, Spike Dudley. The Dudleys grab the mic and say, next month, we will beat those no-good Hardys. So let's make it interesting. How about the Hardys pick the match type? Don't you mean that little runt? Yeah, little, little brother runt. Uh, continue, man. Next up is a six-man tag. Uh, Luger and the Dark Carnival of Muda and Vampiro against the Ministry of Darkness, Farouk Bossman the Executioner, a homecoming of sorts for the Executioner, Terry Gordy, at the Sportatorium. 
if Luger's team wins, he gets the Undertaker at Super Brawl, and he gets to pick Kane's opponent at Super Brawl. Seven-minute match. Muda hits Grade Mist on Farouk. Red Mist from Vampiro on the Executioner. Torturak on Boss Man. Luger's team wins. Taker, Kane, Bearer, Shungo, and McCool come out. Taker laughs and claps. Luger gets the mic and says that he will avenge his friend Sting at Super Brawl against Undertaker and Kane. Uh, he, he will avenge his friend Sting at Super Brawl against Undertaker. And Kane, you will be in a tag match. You will team up with Papa Shungo against the Dark Carnival. Undertaker laughs and nods his head. Lights go out and the entire ministry disappears. It's time for Edge and Christian versus The Rock and Stone Cold. 15-minute match. Vince McMahon takes out the referee. The Giant gets involved, but Rock and Austin take him out. Edge and Christian go for a concerto on Rock, but Rock ducks. They hit each other with chairs. Rock grabs a chair. They got dropped. He hits Christian with it. Christian goes flying out of the ring. He goes to level Edge, but Edge ducks. Rock unintentionally busts open the forehead of Austin with the chair. Edge spears Rock. Rock rolls out. Edge pins Austin. Edge and Christian win. Vince gets the mic and says, so I can add who I want to the title match at Super Brawl. Okay, then. The thing is, I already have a horse in the race at Super Brawl in the world title main event. So I don't need to add anyone to that match. JR and Heenan are like, what does he mean by that? Anyway, so next month in the Houston Astrodome, I'm going to reward Edge and Christian for their efforts tonight, and they will be added to the tag team title match at Super Brawl. Uh, Paul Bearer's with Paul Heyman, and Heyman tells Bearer that at Super Bowl there will be another number one contender fatal four-way match for the women's title. It will be Lita, Jazz, Melina, and Michelle McCool, so make sure the Dark Bride is match ready. Paul Bearer's visibly excited. Heyman also announces that we will have a very special Thunderground exhibition at Super Brawl as Ken Shamrock has accepted Meng's challenge. We will bring the Thunderground to a live arena in front of the fans at the Astrodome. All right, Cactus Jack and New Jack versus the Savage Animals. Hard-fought 10-minute match. Then WO go to get involved, but Vince stops them and says, let's test them, let them be. Cactus Jack duct tapes Batista to the ring to uh, to the ring post. Duct tape? Seriously? Duct tape? Batista's pissed. New Jack pins Randy Savage after a pile driver. Cactus Jack versus next uh, versus New Jack next month is now official in an extreme death match. The Giant Edge Christian and Shane run down the ring and they help Batista out of the duct tape. They help him up. They go to help Savage up, but Vince, standing on the ramp, gives a big thumbs down. Then W.O. do a big encore of their attack on Shawn Michaels, this time to Randy Savage. Sherry tries to stop them, but Beth Phoenix takes out Sherry as well. 
Vince fires Sherry and Savage for being absolute losers. They both get stretched out, and it might be a while before we see them again. Then WO weren't lying when they said they won't tolerate failure anymore. Main Gene is with the Hardys backstage, and they say, well, the Dudleys love tables. Edge and Christian love chairs. Why not choose a match where they don't have to sneak around with their weapons? Let's just go extreme. So at Super Bowl, it'll be a three-way tag team TLC match for the World Tag Team Championships. The Hardys versus the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian TLC. Uh, next up is the WCW Women's Championship. Trish Stratus versus Lacey Von Erich. Trish is thrown off at first by the extremely negative reaction from the crowd. This sportatorium loves any generation of the Von Erichs. This goes for 10 minutes. Finish comes when Lacey has the claw on Trish, but Trish somehow reversed it into a small package and sneaks out the ring, uh, the win. After the match, Trish shakes Lacey's hand and lets Lacey have the ring out of respect. The Filthy Animals are backstage with Paul Heyman and they say that they became a group because of the NWO. So how about you let us get our hands on them? Heyman says that's a great idea. And at Super Brawl, it will be the Filthy Animals, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio Jr., Conan and Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus the NWO, Batista, The Giant, Shane and Vince McMahon in an eight-man tag match. And it is time for the main event, the WCW Extreme Championship, the franchise Shane Douglas defending against the Freebird Michael Pierce Hayes. The Dallas crowd's going nuts for Hayes. This is a 30-minute plunder fest. Uh, they even uh, they brawl all over the sportatorium. They even brawl outside of the arena into a neighboring rodeo. Douglas opens up Hayes when he steals the spurs off of a cowboy's boot. He slices Hayes' forehead wide open. Hayes is a bloody mess. They brawl back to the arena. Shane Douglas hits a top rope Pittsburgh plunge and onto Hayes through a table, but somehow Hayes kicks out. Hayes can barely stand. Douglas pulls out a board with light tubes taped to it. He's going to hit the plunge to Hayes on the light tubes, but Hayes reverses, hits his signature DDT on the light tubes for the win. Michael Hayes is your new WCW Extreme Champion, and the Von Erichs, Kerry, Kevin, and Lacey come out and celebrate with Michael Hayes. This Dallas crowd's going nuts to end this uh, pay-per-view before credits. Our credit song this month is Lady Marmalade. We fade to a fancy establishment in France. We get welcomed in by Maurice. She refers to herself as Madame Maurice. Uh, There are a lot of cabaret dancers in the background. She talks about how men and women travel from all parts of the world to get their thrills at Moulin Maurice. In fact, even some of your favorite WCW wrestlers come here. 
fact, one wrestler who used to be a regular here is down on his luck and can't wrestle anymore and couldn't afford a very serious surgery. So he came here and got a job and is my new number one American gigolo. Maybe one of these days we'll go back to America and take America by storm. Three ladies walk up to Maurice and hand her massive wads of cash. Maurice says, thank you very much, you beautiful people. It's Angelina Love, Madison Rain, and Velvet Sky. Maurice winks at the camera and says, see you all soon. And that ends uh, Spring Stampede. We've got something a bit different building up with Madame Maurice. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> oh, well. It's um, yeah, it's very nineties. It's nineties, okay. I'm going. No, it's very <laughs> too. Fi- oh, I'm just trying to think. Beautiful people. Uh 2010s, maybe. Oh no, yeah, it'd be um, earlier than that. Yeah. So Maurice is hanging out with the beautiful people, and there's also a mystery American gigolo, and yeah, so there's something else going on too. Maurice is building a little bit of a thing there. Alex, you didn't tell me you signed Jimmy Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, no? <laughs> I, I wish, I wish. <laughs> okay, you give me, hang on, I'll pull up your roster and you can give me someone and you can draft nah, him immediately. <laughs> no, nah, I, got, I got the perfect gigolo on my roster already. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, Anyway, should I get into uh, the granddaddy of them all? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so WrestleMania from New Orleans at the Silver Dome. Uh, hang on. Superdome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Superdome. Uh, so we kick off with uh, Sunday night. Heat, uh, commentators running down the uh, matches, most of which I mentioned before. Ring announcer is Howard Finkel. Backstage announcer, Joel Gertner. Uh, we'll get to them later on. Excellent. So opening contest is a number one contendership match for the light heavyweight championship. It is just incredible versus Tucker Michinoku. And uh, the ref notices Onokiism trying to cheat and kicks them all out from ringside. And as they leave, a distracted Tucker is caught in the that's incredible and just incredible gets the uh, victory here. Beautiful. Uh, match number two is the number one contendership for the World Tag Team Championship. It is Head Cheese versus the American Males versus Skipper and Romeo. So it's a triple threat freeway with three men legal at one time. Hmm. Uh, again, Val Venus is on the outside for the American Males. Everyone seems to team up on Kid Romeo as he fights back and goes for the hot tag, but Elix Skipper drops off the apron and leaves her inside. Val sees his opening and pulls Blackman off the apron, allowing Riggs to run interference, and Buff gets the pin on uh, Romeo. Hmm. Uh, more to come out of that on Raw, I'm sure. Yep. Uh, 
third match here on Sunday Night Heat, the number one contendership for the World Women's Championship. It is Caitlin versus Jessica Havoc. Uh, Kate, uh, where are we? Jessica has newfound form. Uh, she quickly dispatches of Caitlin after the Havoc killer uh, for the pinfall victory in uh, under five minutes here. So making quick work of Caitlin, who challenged uh, the previous month. Excellent. And then the final match on uh, Sunday Night Heat here is World Heavyweight Championship, number one contendership. It is, uh, where was my notes? Uh, William Regal versus Mark Henry, and it's all Mark Henry who hits the world's strongest slam for the win. Um, interview post-match with um, Howard Finkel just pretty much screams into the mic, that's what I do. <laughs> So we're getting there slowly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now it's time for WrestleMania. We're going to match number five of the evening for the light heavyweight championship, X-Pac versus Super Crazy. The refs are having none of it tonight, sending all of Degeneration and the Mexam connection backstage. Without help, X-Pac is caught out with the crazy bomb and we have a new champion. Ooh, Okay. So, Super Crazy, now your new WWF light heavyweight champion. Very good. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're going to think of this match, but uh, here we go. All right, let's go. Match number six, WWF Hardcore Championship Scramble Match. In first, Antonio Inoki, who has a Nokiaism by ringside. In second is, Balls, uh, is Axel Rodden, sorry, with Balls Mahoney in his corner. And as the match begins, Inoki has his cane, and Ron has his chair, and they're both sort of just taking turns wailing on each other. Okay. In, in third is George the Animal Steel with Captain Lou, and George uh, sort of does clotheslines to drop both men, and then as Lou's shouting to the commentary desk, you see, baby, this is what I mean. This is why I came back to manage champions, baby. And he turns around, and George is just feasting on the foam in the turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Out fourth is British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith with Jim Neidhart in his corner. So Bulldog is in his street clothes here. Think late 90s Bulldog on Raw. Yep. Yeah. Uh, comes jeans in, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the shirtless uh, big boots, the jeans. Yeah. The uh, not normal Bulldog haircut, but uh, still a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, comes in. Puts a big boot to George and then begins to work over Axel. And fifth, the surprise entrance, making his debut at WrestleMania. It is Alex's favourite wrestler, the Blue Meanie from the Blue World Order. <laughs> Goodness, I was having a heart attack there because I know you got some other guys that haven't debuted and I was like, not in this way. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Blue Meanie with Blue World Order ringside arm. Um, Hollywood Nova, Stevie Cool, and they, um, where the heck? Oh, I lost my notes because I was talking to you. <laughs> so now the match proper begins as Meanie enters the ring. Uh, we go through the next five minutes of um, interim or unofficial champions where Rodden pins George. So Rodden is interim champion. Then Bulldog pins Rodden. And Anoki pins Bulldog with a minute left on the clock. And as the clock is counting down, Everyone's sort of beginning to brawl outside. The seconds are sort of trying to 
drag people away to let their man get inside and get a win. And Blue Meanie sneaks in from behind. Meanie Salt to a down to Noki. One, two, three, new champion. And as the ref lifts his arm, the bell rings and Blue Meanie is now your hardcore champion. Did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought you'd enjoy that. Something a, a little different there. Something no, uh, unique to debut someone. That. No, that was good. That was definitely good. Plus a match like that is... <laughs> it's a lot of playing around. It's like a, a war games in the way that I found it described without going to watch one of the matches. Yeah. Where it's like five-minute intervals of somebody entering and then the match sort of begins with five minutes to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, and then all the championship changes take place with like five minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought it was a, a unique way to bring somebody in, a unique way to to do a couple of changes and um, have someone debut. Definitely. No, I'm into it. Uh, following that, match number seven of the night for the European Championship, it is China, the champion, versus Fit Finley, the winner of the Wrestling Classic last month on TV. In the beginning, Finney... Finley. Finney. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got Fit Finley here and I tried to shorten it. Yeah, good old Finney. <laughs> oh, speaking of, his Irish compatriot on NXT. <laughs> yeah, Finney. When he comes out, because he's got this stupid gimmick where it's like uh, red X's in his name. Yeah. So Finn is F-I-N-N. But as he stands on the rampway and the NXT Titantron's now that big letter X, in the yeah. center it says F, red X, red X, red X. So it looks like fuck Bella. Yeah. Yeah, I've <laughs> thought that too. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea... No idea what he is. Um, but anyway, back to this. Yes. Finley is refusing to hit China until there's a low blow to Finley behind the referee's back, and Finley fights back now. He hits the rolling hills, one, two, three, and we have a new European champion. Ooh. Uh, commentary at this point mentions how DX are 2-0 throughout tonight. And... um. There's a little post-match interview here with Finley saying it's nice to have a European champion from Europe again. He wants to represent Ireland uh, properly. Following that, match number eight, the uh, Intercontinental Championship match of I'm Mike Tyson, the champion, versus Bret Hart. It's not a pretty match with Tyson constantly trying for the knockout punch, but he hits the ref, and the ref's down. Bret hits Tyson low. Possibly inadvertently, the commentary mentions. Puts Tyson in the sharpshooter, and a second ref sprints down the aisle away, slides in the ring, and uh, and as Tyson is in the sharpshooter for so long, he taps out, meaning Brett is once again intercontinental champion. Hmm. That that one was actually surprising. <laughs> yeah, a few, few surprising results tonight. Yeah, that's good. Uh, match number nine, the WWF World Tag Team Championship, the New Age Outlaws, Badass Billy Gunn, and the Road Dog Jesse James, your champions, taking on the Mex Am Connection team of 
Hooven to Guerrero and Psychosis, the winners of the World Tag Cup uh, last month on TV. So they're getting their championship shop championship shot tonight. <laughs> uh, the new age outlaws seem to be far too slow for Hoovy and Psychosis. Luchadors hitting a Psychosis guillotine and a Hoovy driver quickly to have the match over as a pin Billy Gun and are the new champions. Excellent. So, um, yeah, new new tag team champions there, and along with uh, super crazy uh, uh, three members of Mexam Connection now hold goal and commentary mentions that as uh, super crazy uh, comes down to celebrate with them in the ring, as well as Rosita and uh, Sarita, the women members of that faction. Yeah, that's great. I love this new faction, actually. Yeah, well, I had previously mentioned <laughs> yeah. the previous name of Mexicals and the only music and Titantron I could find for them under that name is the Lawnmowers. Yeah. And it's like, uh, no, we need to do something a bit more serious with our luchadors. Yeah, definitely. Um, commentary uh, throws to a video package of Oh, where did I put this? I put this on a different page. Chris, you idiot. Stimpy, you idiot. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. For Backlash next month, coming to you from uh, San Jose, California. Oh, go visit uh, Papa Dave while you're there. No, don't say that. That and Triple H, don't say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, match number 10, co main event here for the WWF World Women's Championship. It is Brie Bella, the champion, versus Paige, who won the Deadly Games last month. A lot of tournament winners last month. Yeah, definitely. So, Paige enters first, uh, and we see a shot of her family sitting ringside. Then Brie enters, getting a um, championship entrance here as she is on a chariot being pulled by chisel men down to ringside. <laughs> uh, she's been the champion since June last year, defeating a number of challenges along the way. Paige is really bringing, it, uh, bringing the fight to Brie, and eventually Brie rolls out to catch her breath, but crawls under the ring. And as she rolls out the other side, she seems somehow refreshed. Uh, the commentators bring up that... Um, yeah, she seems seems a bit more uh, refreshed now. Doesn't seem as fatigued. Uh, she ran into the ring, hits Paige with a short-range Belichote, picks her up, and uh, hits an Argentine backbreaker, then pins her, one, two, three, and still champion Brie Bella. Beautiful. Uh, main event time as we go into match number 11 for the World Heavyweight Championship here. Oh, I forgot to mention it earlier as I finished heat. Damn it. Um, yeah, I'm all over the shop. Uh, so, yeah, as I uh, as we finished heat here, there was supposed to be a special announcement from WWF President Jim Barnett to Joel Gertner. That's why I'd mentioned Gertner was on the show at the start. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Um, that due to the... Um, the bad blood between these two. It's now a first blood match. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, yeah. Sorry. 
So oh, yeah, <laughs> world heavyweight. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good. World Heavyweight Championship first blood match: Triple H the champion versus Taz the Raw Rumble winner. Uh, Taz enters first, wearing his FTW Championship to ECW chant, uh, and Triple H enters second in a tank with all of D Hex by his ringside. As this is a first blood match, the referees can't send them backstage. <laughs> So in all the previous matches, DX haven't had their seconds there tonight. Yep. Um, and DX decide they've had enough. Triple H looking pissed that he's the only one left with gold. They charge the ring and group beat down Taz before the bell, before a number of referees and the doctor get in to divide the two. The rest of DX are forced to the outside of the ring. Triple H in an opposite corner as the refs and doctors try to check on Taz. Gets up. He... Uh, as he goes to get up, he takes off the FTW title, sits in the corner behind him, and shouts, ring the fucking bell, and we're on. Fights <laughs> um, off the clock, yeah. Um, every time Taz tries, DX interferes some way, either just grabbing up on the apron to distract the ref or merely climbing into the ring. But he can't eject anyone as it's a first blood match. Taz seems to get the upper hand and begins to go to Suplex City. Bitch. <laughs> As the... Uh, but then uh, the outlaws begin to slide chairs into the ring. As the referee takes them out and goes to the floor to deal with them, China, behind the referee's back, slides the FTW belt to Triple H. Uh, there's a belt shot and then a crotch chop to Taz and a pedigree on the FTW belt as Triple H tosses it out of the ring and the ref goes back in uh, with Taz bleeding and still your champion, Triple H, as we go off the air with DX celebrating in the ring. I'm shocked on that part. Yeah. I thought Taz was winning for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know... uh... I can't have everything go go your way. No, no, that's very good. Great show, man. Great show. Ah, so, twisty time. Now, um, are we doing twisty or are we doing yeah. double? No, nah, let's do some twists. All righty. Get on the video scope. Oh. We do do what now? There ah. I am. Ugh. All right, so I went first, so you go first. WWF is up. No, why? Why am I shaking that one? That's your roster <laughs> twist. Ah. Oh. What do you mean, Wendy Richter is the twist and the, and the roster member I'd get is Hell in a Cell? Oh, you get a random free agent. Nothing too exciting. But also, there's some good ones in here at the moment. Come on, Vern Gonya. <laughs> Don't you already have him? Yeah, that's half the joke. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, three for the price of one. Ah, that's a good trade. Hmm. Yeah, I, I need to think about that one. But they are officially in. Yep. All right, my turn. Same thing. Your hand. Yeah. Ah. Boring, boring month. Nothing too crazy. Which is what we kind of want from time to time. Alrighty. Oh. No, I wish. I wish. Um Yeah, you can do something with that. Yeah, it's it's just a tough one to think about. Um gonna have to be really creative with that one. So I love it. I love it. Uh, you got a nice little whiteboard set up. Um, alrighty. So next month, you've got Backlash. You, any matches announced yet? No, but uh, my main focus is, because it's a B, B month for me, is uh, Raw After Mania. Yeah, that'll be huge. Um as someone who knows your roster, there's a lot of massive surprises you could bust out if you wanted to. Um, I'm going to quickly give a rundown because I've announced my entire card for Super Bowl because I'm treating this as a WrestleMania-type month for me. So, matches announced for WCW Super Bowl Houston. We have a problem from the Houston Astrodome in Houston, Texas. Um, so if Rob Van Dam and Chris Jericho both successfully defend their titles at Nitro, it will be, uh, it will be them, uh, unifying the titles to determine who hits the lucky seven. There will be an eight man, uh, eight man tag match between the filthy animals and NWO giant Batista, Vince and Shane, a thunderground fight between Ken Shamrock and Meng. An unsanctioned fight between DDP and his mystery stalker. Uh, if Tommy wins, Raven leaves. If Tommy wins, Tommy joins a flock. Tommy Dreamer versus Raven. Uh, Kane and Papa Shango versus the Dark Carnival, Muda and Vampiro. Leader versus Molina versus Jazz versus Michelle, number one contender match. An extreme death match between Cactus Jack and New Jack. More details to be announced later. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Luna Vachon. The Dudley Boys versus the Hardys versus Edge and Christian in a TLC match for the tag titles. And Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock in the main event. A heavy nod to WrestleMania 17 with my top two matches there. Ooh. 
Sounds good, my friend. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, I think that sort of wraps us up for today. A huge month for both of our shows. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Style. You can find me at FruitiesAlex on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Chris at... At I am Chris Funder as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling All-Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Weekly Wrestling Wrap Wednesdays on YouTube, and using the RSS feed for you. Uh, found the show notes below for your podcast of choice. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. that build up for the blue meanie yeah well uh apparently i got somebody out of retirement now so uh there's a good championship program there oh my god yes please do it do it <laughs> Ooh, teasing that's, spoilers <laughs> that should have been your first blood match <laughs> yeah well he wasn't there yet